Welcome to Osler's Legal Year in Review, where we share insights on key legal developments in 2021 and their implications for Canadian business. In this article, Canada's freight train of privacy legislative reform continues. We review legislative changes and reform efforts across the country in the privacy space 2021, making it more essential than ever for companies to have a robust understanding of their privacy obligations. Over the past year, legislative reform was the key focal point in the highly dynamic Canadian privacy arena. The provinces of Quebec and British Columbia enacted legislative amendments, while other Canadian jurisdictions were also active in legislative reform efforts. The new Quebec privacy law and what appears to be the inevitable amendments to the federal and provincial private sector policy regimes will expose companies across Canada to severe financial penalties, enhanced litigation risk, and significant compliance costs. It is more important than ever for companies to have a thorough understanding of their personal information practices and their privacy obligations, all with a view to identifying and mitigating the expanding array of privacy, legal, and reputational risks associated with the collection, use, and disclosure and other processing of personal information. Here is how the privacy legislative arena is changing. Quebec, Bill 64 overhauls Canada's first private sector privacy law. The most significant legislative development in the Canadian privacy arena occurred in the province of Quebec. Bill 64, an act to modernize legislative provisions as regards the protection of personal information, received royal assent on September 22, 2021 following its introduction at the Quebec National Assembly on June 12, 2020, and subsequent amendments by the Committee on Institutions. The bill introduces sweeping changes to Quebec's existing privacy regime, the Quebec Privacy Act, which was Canada's first private sector privacy law, enacted in 1994. One of the most notable additions to the Quebec Privacy Act's current framework is the creation under Bill 64 of a new enforcement regime. Within two years of Bill 64's enactment, failure to comply with the Quebec Privacy Act can expose organizations to fines of up to the greater of $25 million and the amount corresponding to 4% of worldwide turnover for the preceding fiscal year. Organizations can also be exposed to administrative monetary penalties of up to the greater of $10 million and the amount corresponding to 2% of worldwide turnover for the preceding fiscal year. Organizations will also face increased costs arising from operational measures required to comply with Bill 64's expanded and prescriptive requirements. These are the key changes introduced by Bill 64. Data Governance Organizations will be required to create an internal policy suite to address the life cycle of personal information in their custody and control. Processing of personal information. Organizations will be required to conduct privacy impact assessments for any project involving the acquisition, development, or overhaul of an information system or electronic service delivery system involving the processing of personal information. Stronger Consent Requirements Bill 64 strengthens consent requirements and creates new exceptions to consent for personal information processing. 
organizations will need to examine all collections, uses, and disclosures of personal information, improve their consent notices, develop or enhance consent management practices, and otherwise ensure the lawful processing of personal information. Data Localization Restrictions Organizations will have to create an inventory of all cross-border disclosures and transfers, including transfers of personal information to other Canadian provinces, and conduct a privacy impact assessment prior to any disclosure of personal information outside Quebec to ensure that the personal information will be adequately protected in the other jurisdictions. Under Bill 64, organizations will be prohibited from transferring or disclosing personal information outside the province of Quebec in circumstances where such information will not receive adequate protection, determined in light of generally recognized principles regarding the protection of personal information. Security Breach Notification Organizations will be required to review and enhance incident response protocols to comply with security breach reporting and notification requirements. Confidentiality by default. Under this novel requirement, organizations must implement the highest level of confidentiality by default with respect to public-facing products or services. Use of technology to collect personal information. Organizations collecting personal information from individuals using technology that allows those individuals to be identified, located, or profiled must first inform the individual of such technology and of the means available to activate such functions. Bill 64 also affords individuals in Quebec several new data subject matter rights, including a right to be forgotten, a data portability right, and certain transparency and other rights with respect to automated decision-making. Bill 64's coming into force is staggered across the next three years, but most of the provisions under Bill 64, including monetary penalties, damages, and new substantive requirements, will come into force on September 22, 2023. Federal Government. Privacy reform remains a priority. The federal government's Digital Charter Implementation Act 2020, DCIA or Bill C-11, died on the order paper on August 15, 2021, when the federal election was called. Tabled on November 17, 2020, Bill C-11 aimed to modernize Canada's current federal private sector privacy legislation, the Personal Information Protection and Electronic Documents Act, PIPEDA, by drawing on the principles established in Canada's digital charter. Passage of Bill C-11 would have enacted two new statutes, the Consumer Privacy Protection Act, CPPA, and the Personal Information and Data Protection Tribunal Act, PIDPTA. Privacy legislative reform apparently remains a priority for the Liberal government, but the precise timing is unclear as to when a new bill replacing PIPEDA will be tabled in Parliament. Many observers expect the Liberal government to introduce a bill that is a slightly revised version of Bill C-11 by spring of 2022. Through the CPPA, the federal government sought to introduce significant reforms to PIPEDA. These included establishing a new enforcement regime backed by significant administrative monetary penalties, up to the greater of 5% of the organization's gross global revenue, 
or $25 million Canadian dollars. In addition, the CPPA would have created a private right of action for losses or injuries arising from contraventions of the CPPA, and would have given the Office of the Privacy Commissioner of Canada, OPC, order-making powers. Meanwhile, the PID-PTA created a Personal Information and Data Protection Tribunal to which decisions, orders and recommendations of the OPC could be appealed. Other key features of the CPPA included internal privacy management program requirements, strengthened consent requirements, enhanced statutory transparency obligations, and new data subject matter rights, including personal information disposal and data mobility, portability rights. Ontario Continued Efforts to Develop Private Sector Privacy Law In 2021, the Ontario government continued its efforts to develop a provincial private sector privacy law. Following consultations in 2020, the Ontario Ministry of Consumer and Government Services launched a second consultation and issued a white paper outlining its plans, as well as proposed provisions, on June 17, 2021. The province of Ontario is contemplating greater regulatory oversight and enforcement powers for the Office of the Privacy Commissioner of Ontario, including order-making powers, investigations, and audits. Also proposed are significant administrative monetary penalties for individuals, a maximum of $50,000, for organizations, the greater of $10 million or 3% of the preceding year's gross global revenue, and statutory offenses for organizations, a maximum of the greater of $25 million or 5% of the preceding year's gross global revenue. Given the pending election this spring in the province of Ontario, it seems unlikely that a bill setting out a private sector privacy legislative scheme will be introduced in the short term. British Columbia, Public and Private Sector Reform PIPA, BC in February 2020, a special committee was struck by the British Columbia Legislative Assembly to review the British Columbia Personal Information Protection Act, PIPA, BC. The Information and Privacy Commissioner for British Columbia issued a briefing for the special committee in June 2020, making high-priority recommendations to enact breach reporting requirements, as well as to grant the commissioner the authority to impose administrative monetary penalties to initiate investigations, and to make orders. The committee initiated consultations the same month through a consultation portal, which closed in August 2020. The special committee is scheduled to publish a report regarding proposed amendments to PIPA BC to the Legislative Assembly by December 8, 2021. FOIPA the Government of British Columbia passed a bill making material amendments to its public sector privacy and access legislation, the Freedom of Information and Protection of Privacy Act, FOIPA. Bill 22 includes a rewrite of FOIPA's data residency provisions, mandatory privacy breach reporting, and a fee for non-personal freedom of information requests. Although Bill 22 removes data residency rules for access and storage, a public body will be authorized to disclose personal information outside of Canada only if the disclosure is in accordance with yet-to-be-promulgated regulations. The regulations require that the head of a public body undertake a privacy impact assessment 
with respect to each of the public body's programs, projects, and systems in which personal information that is sensitive is disclosed to be stored outside of Canada. Bill 22 also expands pre-existing data location rules in respect of metadata and the duration of processing. It remains to be seen how these rules will be interpreted and whether they will impact the ability of public bodies in British Columbia to engage domestic or foreign service providers. Alberta, private sector legislative reform on the horizon. In late November 2020, Alberta's Information and Privacy Commissioner wrote a letter to the Minister of Service Alberta proposing amendments to Alberta's Personal Information Protection Act, Alberta PIPA. The Commissioner proposed that the Office of the Commissioner be granted authority to levy administrative monetary penalties which should be consistent with those of other jurisdictions and that it be required to create rules for such penalties. She also recommended that fines for offences be increased to mirror those in other Canadian jurisdictions. Other key proposed amendments include privacy management program requirements, as well as provisions addressing de-identified personal information, defining the concept, addressing permitted uses, and creating offences for attempted de-identification. Also proposed is an expansion of the scope of Alberta PIPA to include all non-profit organizations and political parties, and the recognition of data portability rights. The Commissioner also encouraged the Alberta government to engage in consultations regarding the right to erasure and de-indexing, and to examine the possibility of incorporating a concept of data trust into a legislative scheme similar to the model under Ontario's health privacy regime. This past summer, the Ministry of Service Alberta solicited feedback on privacy legislative reform, but it is unclear when the province of Alberta is likely to introduce a bill reforming Alberta PIPA. Conclusion Continued major changes to the Canadian federal and provincial privacy landscape are likely forthcoming next year. We encourage all companies to proactively consider these pending changes and plan for their likely implementation. Legal Year in Review is brought to you by Osler, Hoskin & Harcourt, LLP. Osler is a leading national law firm with a singular focus, your business. We advise clients on an array of domestic and cross-border legal issues, drawing on the expertise of over 450 lawyers to provide the answers you need when you need them. Our Legal Year in Review provides general information only and does not constitute legal or other professional advice. Specific advice should be sought in connection with your circumstances. For more information about Osler, please visit our website at osler.com.